Hello, this is A Songwriting Journey, a podcast exploring life through songwriting. I'm your host, Lisa Waldoff, a mom of three, a wife, a marketing professional with a background in journalism, and a songwriter. This podcast is for those who enjoy creating songs, those who are curious about learning how, and anyone who's inspired by hearing about people's creative journeys. A little disclaimer, this podcast is not a guide on how to write a hit song, but if I figure that out, I will certainly share that information here. If you are looking for a weekly dose of songwriting insight and inspiration, come join me on this journey. Hello. This past weekend, I got to immerse myself in a day of songwriting at the 27th Annual Arizona Songwriters Gathering, hosted by the Arizona Songwriters Association at the Glendale Public Library. It was such a great feeling to be surrounded by a community of people who are so passionate about songwriting, both those who have found success in the field and those who aspire to, as well as those who support the creative pursuit of others and enjoy hearing original songs. The Arizona Songwriters Association, ASA, was founded in 1977 as a way to help songwriters learn how to write better songs and to learn about the music business, according to co-founder John Iger, who presented a brief history of the ASA during the event's opening session. Through the years, ASA has brought guest speakers to Arizona who are experts in both the craft of songwriting and the music industry, as well as provided education through monthly song workshops. The annual ASA Arizona Songwriters Gathering is a full-day event featuring workshops, performances, and networking. For those who attend the monthly Zoom workshops, it was a fun time to see people in person rather than in a small box in the corner of the computer screen, as well as to learn from a variety of experts. In last week's episode, I shared the list of guest speakers who attended, and this week I thought I'd share some of the lessons from the sessions I attended. Since I wasn't able to attend all the sessions, some of the time I listened to friends' performances and volunteered at the ASA booth, and I even performed a couple of my own songs. If anyone who attended wants to share a lesson they learned from the gathering, they can send me a message on Instagram at a songwriting journey so that I can share that in a future episode of what meant most to you that day. The overall takeaway I left with was the importance of communicating an emotion or feeling with your songs. Grammy-nominated songwriter Shelley Pikin talked about pulling her car over to the side of the road when she got the idea for her song Bitch, which became a hit by Meredith Brooks. She was having a bad day, and the line, I hate the world today, along with the song idea, came to her while driving, so she pulled over the car to write it down. Write in the moment so you capture the feeling, she advised. Stop what you're doing and listen to what you're feeling. By evoking these emotions, you're more likely to convey these emotions through your song. Robin Frederick, who works extensively in the sync world, spoke about acoustic songs in TV and film. In her remote presentation, she demonstrated how the emotions of a song can carry a scene in a film or TV show. She showed clips of shows and commercials with and without music, and different types of music, to show the power music lends to the feeling of what people are watching. So when songs are used in TV and film, they have a specific purpose, and no matter how great a song might be, if it doesn't serve the scene then it's not beneficial to the music supervisor trying to find the right music for that scene. The good news she shared for singer-songwriters is that there are currently several shows that use acoustic-type songs, including Yellowstone, Roswell, New Mexico, Outer Range, Ride, and Station 19. Genres used for these can include folk, indie folk, Americana, singer-songwriter, and alt-country. Sometimes it can be only guitar and vocals or piano and vocals. 
The overall thing to remember for songs used in TV and film is that the song needs to fit the scene. Pat Patterson, a professor at Berkeley College of Music, was more academic about the process of conveying emotion through a song, though he presented it in a fun way. He spoke about prosody, which is how all the elements of the song work together. He explained this by using the terms stable and unstable. For instance, an even number of lines with perfect rhymes and matching syllable counts conveys a stable filling. An uneven number of lines and lines with different lengths convey an unstable filling. So if the song lyrics tell a depressing story with even line lengths and perfect rhymes, then the feeling may not match what the words are saying. This can also apply to rhythm patterns. Now the next step is to take all this information to write an emotion-evoked song that can be used in TV and film. Wish me luck. One thing I especially enjoy at these events is talking to people who also get excited to talk about songwriting, are interested in learning about how to write better songs, and have a dream for their songs to have a positive impact on others. And of course, many share the dream to find success financially as well. With every song we write and share, there's that possibility that something will come of it, that the song will find its way to where it's supposed to go and make whatever impact it's supposed to make. If you don't send your songs out into the world, then there's no chance of making any impact anywhere. As Shelley Pikin said, sometimes the song just needs to be in the right place at the right time. Maybe your next song will fund your retirement. Who knows? Since each episode of this podcast ends with a song, I thought I'd share one for all those dreamers out there. I wrote this song when I was feeling discouraged after getting stuck on a song I'd spent too much time working on and wondering why I was even bothering with this whole songwriting thing. Maybe if I had pursued it when I was younger, maybe I would have had a chance, but too old to do anything with it now. And so on and so on. So speaking of feelings, I took this feeling and I wrote a song about it. This week's song is called Chase That Dream, a guitar and vocal recording from 2021. You gotta chase that dream, cause you never know. You gotta plant some seeds to see what grows. No turning back, though the odds are stacked. You gotta chase that dream. Is it weird I'm quoting myself? Thank you so much for listening. Please share this with anyone you think might enjoy it, and tune back in next week for another song. And here's Chase That Dream. Don't write me off yet I know I seem like a losing bet I had a dream I can't forget It's haunting me I had a late start In following my heart It's not too late I won't wait I gotta chase the dream Cause you never know I'm gonna plant some seeds to see what grows. No turning back, though the odds are stacked. I gotta chase that dream. I got distracted. Life happened and I reacted. Guess it took time for granted. Slipped away. Did I miss my chance while I was busy making plans? I don't want regret. I press reset. I've gotta chase that dream, cause you never know. I'm gonna plant some seeds to see what grows. No turning back. 
Though the odds are stacked, I gotta chase a dream. Chase that dream. You gotta chase that dream.